All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host, Mr. Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. What's going on, everybody? God bless. All right, episode 129. Uh, obviously, you know, we've gotten the devastating news over the weekend. We just want to give a nice little shout-out. Uh, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Uh, you'll never be forgotten. Uh, you're dear to our hearts and all basketball fans around the world. Um, you know, we're, we're dealing with it. But like we say, you know, what's the old adage? Uh, God makes no mistakes. And, uh, you know, Kobe's obviously going to a better place. Um, we'll talk about more uh, about Kobe uh, in the news. Uh, we'll talk about some of our favorite moments. Um, but we do have some basketball to discuss um, featuring uh, Ultimate Hoops as we jumped off the week uh, here in, uh, in Champions uh, Week 1 uh, for the winter 2020 season. Um, so, Sean, uh what was your what was your takeaway from the the first week so far? It's a hell of an open night, man. Mm-hmm. Heck of an open night. We had uh, we our opening game. You know, it was the debut of free here at this uh, at the Champions location, and I know you kind of been giving free a hard time of saying they're the worst team. And I mean, that's that's not saying much. You know? <laughs> they are the worst team in this league. <laughs> Look, he, it's it's Kevin. It's not me, guys. It's, it's Kevin. <laughs> I told I told him straight up. Like, hey, y'all gonna have a hard time. And uh, but I think they, from my eyes, they had a, a heck of a opening night. They played against uh, I guess we run it. Yeah, we run it. One of the top three, four teams probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they gave we run it a run. Uh, we run it jumped on them early, yeah. and I kind of was like, "Dang, man, Kevin's gonna be right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're gonna get destroyed." But like I said, they're veterans, man, and they're they're champions from a a different uh, location, mm-hmm. and so I saw some of that championship medal show up. Uh, they refused to get embarrassed out here, mm-hmm. and um, they came out, played well, and I want to say even took the lead down the stretch in a uh, bomb squad. I mean, not bomb squad. Uh, they didn't take the lead. Well, it was cold. Maybe it was got close. Maybe one two points. Yeah, one two points. Uh, and we run it. Had to do. Take a lot. It took a lot out of them, which mm-hmm. probably hurt them in the next game they had to play mm-hmm. uh, to kind of finish those guys off. Uh, Eddie McKissick, he's legit. Yeah. Um, former UNLV guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can eat. Look, <laughs> I say this all the time. I say Yancey has beep beeps. Like, yeah. Nobody can stay in front of Yancey. Yeah. And this was the first guy that I saw was – for speed, quickness, side to side, mm-hmm. elusiveness, this was the first guy that I felt like was on that level as far as that. Uh, staying in front of him, 
not only staying in front of him, had a couple times where he blew by Yancey. He was blowing by everybody. Yeah. But it was a couple times he blew by Yancey as well, too. And I was like, geez, man, this, yeah. this dude here, man, he got some go. He got like a turbo button, an A button mm. that you just don't have. You don't find that many people. So, uh, shout out to Free. They didn't get the win, but I think they had a good showing. Shout out to Rerun It, though. Um, I mean, they had to pull that out. They did. It was, it was a tough game. They had to pull that out. I'm, I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give Free some credit as well. I thought Free uh, they played better than I expected. Uh, that being said, we running did have a terrible shooting night. Uh, they shot the ball pretty bad uh, from three, six for thirty two. Can't win a game like that uh, on paper, uh, but they were able to pull it out. I thought uh, they made some big shots on the stretch. They still shot fifty percent from the field, and they shot. 19% from three. That's horrible. Yeah. So that just goes to show that, you know, they weren't taking high percentage shots, but overall they still shot the ball halfway decent. Now, like I said, with, with Free, they're a one-man band. Okay, they're a one-man <laughs> band. They got, they got Eddie and not much else. Uh, I thought Chris Taylor, you know, he played below his standards. Chris Taylor, had, he showed his tail off uh, over there in, uh, in Cyprus. Yeah. He was the guy. He yeah. was like the, the, the number two uh, for Free. But I'm talking about, like, he was what for what with Eddie. Like, they, they would compliment each other. Right, right, right. Uh, but for whatever reason, out here, he didn't uh, have that same kind of showing. I don't, I don't think he shot the ball enough. But um, I hate to say this about Free, man. They looked out of shape. <laughs> a lot of guys came in there looking a little heavy, man. They looked, looked a little heavy out there. I'm not going to lie. So I don't know if – because I know they play open run over there. I don't know if they're playing enough games in open yeah. run or they literally have not touched the basketball. Because they looked out of shape. They really, really did. And I was surprised. I thought Eddie came in a little heavy. I thought uh, Jermaine, Mike, all of them. Yeah. The only one that didn't look heavy was, was, was Trav. Yeah. Everybody came in there. They looked overweight. I hate to say it, but it's the truth. I think, and I'm going to give them a little credit. They haven't played league games, though, since what, what's been two seasons? Yeah. Um, so that might be what it is. Yeah, well, that was. They, they were in tip-top shape in them league. I was like, okay, they look like some ball players, But now they look like they have not played in the league. They came in looking like at least 10 or 15 pounds overweight. Yeah, they, they – I, like, I didn't see them play over there. Uh, I think I, I caught a glimpse on them maybe twice. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't stay for whole games against them. But again, you know, they they were kind of kicking people's butts. So yeah. it's like I, I didn't pay attention. They was in shape. As close as I probably should have. Uh but uh I mean, they they they'll work they were in shape. Which is dangerous for the rest of the league. Cause if they were not in shape and play rerun it within four, mm-hmm. in shape, uh, they're gonna definitely put some scare in some people. Yeah. Okay. Uh and look. Eddie was out of shape, he scored thirty two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And look, they got I'm taking six. Six are going to go to the postseason. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to be the odd man out. Yeah, we got seven. We have seven. Who's going to be the odd man out? Okay. A lot of people would have thought it had been your squad, but your squad got a big win against the defending champs. Yeah. So that's a huge win for you guys because that's a game most people probably think that you don't get. Yeah. And at the end of the season when the standings are close, that's going to end up putting you over somebody, yep. that, that game, that most people think you don't win. Those are always the games that get you over the hump, games that you're not supposed to win. So A lot of teams you know, thought we weren't going to do nothing last season. We went 7-1. Yeah, well, that's a very, very good point. So, very good point. Including you. But, uh, <laughs> okay, speaking of, let's move on to the next game. Uh, Trifecta versus Lake Houston Live, a big win for us, uh, 78-72. I thought we played, I thought we played pretty well. Um, you know, 
when I envisioned this team, uh, you know, we I called the team trifecta because it was going to be the big three. The big three was supposed to be uh, Jeff, me, and Saron. Uh, but then, uh, you know, obviously when you added Shannon, that, that kind of flipped around. But then when Shannon left, I was like, okay, Jeff, me, Saron. I'm not a part of the big three right now. <laughs> I was looking trash last week. I'm not going to lie. I looked real trash. You actually sat out surprisingly. You had a point where I think you sat out maybe nine to ten minutes, and the guys got back in the game and actually were winning. Yeah. So, no, when, I think when I sat down, we were down – uh, when I got out, we were down four, and when I came back in, we were still down four. Yeah. So it kind of went up, and then it went back down, and then like it, I, it was the exact same when right, I came in. Right. So my plus minus, you know, wasn't really affected that much. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we won by six. So my plus minus was was pretty good. It's pretty, it's pretty damn good. But yeah, but Anthony has has, has taken over, and and I like it. Uh, I I invite that. You know what I'm saying? And I believe Jeff is still. You know, he's. He's more three than me because he's a better defender than I am. I play pretty solid defense, but I, Jeff is by far he's first team every every season. He steps yeah, out yeah, on the court, yeah. so his defense alone uh, puts him over the top. So I, right now, our core, looking at it on paper, is Saran, Jeff, and Anthony. That's our that's our top scores. But right now, it's just Saran and Anthony, and I'm good with that. Yeah. And like Jeff said, Jeff said he wants to uh, step up his, his scoring output this season, uh, but he only took seven shots. But then again, you know, we, we, we take what the defense is giving us. And I, I feel like Jeff, when it's ISO, when it's half court, mm-hmm. you know, he kind of slows it down to a point where it's like, okay, we can't really find a good rhythm. Jeff is more of a running gun guy. We get the ball, he's getting out, get quick buckets. That's how Jeff can get, you know, his 20 points. Right. But uh, half court, it's going to take him a long time to get, uh, you know, what I think he had planned. But 78 points, that's terrible. I mean, we, we, we're a better team than that. Granted, it was against Lake Houston, uh, you know, they, with their giants and, you know, they're big guys. But I believe that uh, Anthony and Saran will carry the scoring load this season, and I believe the rest of us will be complementary parts. Uh, Jeff will be in that 12 to 15 range. I'll be in that 10 to 12 range. And everybody else will sprinkle in here, sprinkle in there. And not to mention, Kyrus, you know, he's a, he's a spark plug off the bench, too. When he comes in and he's able to stretch the floor, it's going to make, you know, Anthony's not going to be shooting 11 for 25 All because right. you got more shooters out on the court. It's going to make it easier for him. So I thought we played, uh, I thought we played pretty bad offensively. Uh, only scoring 78 points, but then again, it's against Lake Houston. Lake Houston. So, right. Lake Houston, with all that length, it changes the game. But then again, Lake Houston, they had their top guys out yeah. uh, in uh, Eddie and Shelby. That's I, like 40 points right there, at least. I, I said that, I didn't say it was you guys, but I said it was ring night. So, it had to be you guys because you were playing my ring night. Yeah, but you didn't know the schedule, though. You just right. said they were going to lose. I said they were going to have a hangover. Mm-hmm. I said they were going to have a ring night hangover, whoever they played. And I didn't have the schedule complete yet, but it ended up being you guys that were playing them first game. And Did I you know that Eddie and Shelby was going to be out? No. I knew Shelby was. I didn't know Eddie was. I had no idea Eddie was. Well, when he walked in, I'm like, hey, why are you not getting dressed? Yeah. He was like, oh, man, I, you know, I got a hamstring, whatever he said it was. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. They really made – and they early on, you know, I think – I ain't going to say he teared up, but I could tell they felt it a little bit. Uh, yeah. Getting the rings and and it, it was a moment for those guys and yeah. for whatever reason, uh, you know they start at the slow start. Uh, but with well, that slow, yeah, they had the slow start. But with mm-hmm. that slow start, they did kind of finally get it together and you know 
made a game of it, took the lead, but you guys finished him off. Saran looked like he was an unstoppable force. That step Saran's, back three, he was Saran's tough. Yeah, that step back three he was hitting. I was like, hey, he had that last season. And, but I was telling you, remember Saran? You know, he was he had he hurt his back. He was uh, trying to get his timing was off. He was right. clearly off. But now you're seeing this is the Saran I'm accustomed to. Right. Third three points. Saran uh, and Anthony will tell you this. When we were over playing in Lake Houston, Saran had a 49-point game on my team. Oh, really? 49 points. Really? That's the game where I, where I broke the assist record over there. <laughs> I was just feeding him, feeding him, Jeff, Josh. I was feeding my guys. I was like, man, this is too easy. Yeah, yeah this dude, he, he was – he, when he started hitting that step back three, yeah, that pretty much started setting up his driving. Yeah. And so you got to guard him. And look, he was doing that again. Grant, Chris Moore's a little undersized, but he's been a – First and second team all defensive guy. Yeah, over he's here. a solid defender. And he was getting, he was getting cooked a little bit. A little bit. You know, he's getting bit. cooked a little bit. He had, little, he had a little simmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a little simmer a little bit. Yeah, so uh, shout out to Sarah, man. Sure, at, well, I ain't going to say he added that. He maybe just had that because he was coming off injury last yeah. season. He's always had that. But, yeah, he, he was – when I saw him knocking out his step back three, I was like, hey, man, I don't know, man. It's going to be tough. And mm-hmm. lo and behold, you know. Yeah. That's the guy I expected, though. And I told you, he'd have to work his way back in. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Forton, um, I guess we run it. Forton got the win, 93-86. Uh, we run it. They did have to play their second game of the night. Mm-hmm. But they did get that hour rest. I don't know if they uh, if that was the after effects. But I'll say this. DJ's team, man, they looking pretty good. They're going to be tough. They're going to be a tough out. And I said that they could be a dark horse uh, this season. Just looking at their squad, man. They got they got uh they got Rafe, they got Dante, DJ played out of his mind. DJ had a throwback game, seventy seven percent from the field. If DJ's shooting seventy seven percent from the field, you're in trouble mm-hmm. because that means he's hitting everything. He's getting to the basket. He was three for five from three. Mm-hmm. from three. He was facilitating. Dante had fourteen assists. Come on, that's too easy. Yeah. It's just so easy for Dante the way he gets those assists. And then uh and then DJ Layton, he was a, he did what he wanted. He was picking his spots, knocking down his free throws late. Joe, big Joe, clearing out space. Joe, hey, Joe got that ball first play. Like, all right, I'm finna clear out space. All y'all finna get out the way. And I was just like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's uh, tough. They're gonna be and tough. X didn't shoot the ball well. And X didn't shoot the ball well. So they're gonna be tough, man. They're they're gonna be they're gonna put some teams in some bad positions, mm-hmm. matchup wise. With their size yep. and the forget side, the strength. Strength, strength. they just strong. Yeah, you know, just just not even no inside. Even their guards are like you know, strong and it's gonna have to take. If I see anybody beating them, it have to be a team like somebody who's just going up and down the floor the whole time, like we running or something. Yeah, uh, yeah it had to be somebody like that that have a chance. But everybody else, man, hey, look, I don't see it. <laughs> hey, look, man, it's gonna be tough. And we got some good. Hey, look, Pure Water and Bomb Squad, which was the last game of the night. I can easily see those teams being in the final, but hey, I don't know if either one of those could beat Fulton, you know? Uh yeah. just with having Dante out there alone with yeah. that, with those kind of weapons around Dante. Yeah, but Dante, that's what I'm saying. Dante didn't even have to score, man. He, he was, was chilling. Just, you know, he was just getting rebounds and getting assists left and right, man. He was killing. You know mm. what I'm saying? He had a he was killing without putting having to put points up. Yeah. And that, that's that's they're gonna be a problem. And and, and Ralph was doing what he wanted. Ralph, Ralph was doing what he uh, they're gonna be a problem. He was doing what he wanted. He was hitting everything. They're gonna be a problem. Mm. All right. And the last game, as you mentioned, Pure Water. Um, they did take an L against Bomb Squad, one hundred to ninety two. Jalen, 
uh, had a Jalen type of night. <laughs> 41 points. Uh, what else did he have? Uh, 13 rebounds, 6 assists. He didn't shoot the ball particularly well. Uh, he shot 50% from the field, but from 3, he was uh, 3 for 13. Yeah. Made his free throws, though. I thought um, I thought they struggled. I thought they struggled uh, from, the, from the jump. But um, they got it going uh, later, and then they were just rolling. They, they, had, they pretty much had 25 points a quarter, yeah. it seemed like. Because I know they had 25 at the end of the first. At the end of the fourth, they had 100. So what's, what's gonna be that X factor for them? They didn't uh, have time. Did they have fifty at halftime? No, they didn't have forty nine. Okay, so it was fifty, forty. Uh, no, it was twenty five, twenty four, twenty six, twenty five. There well, you go. Well, what's gonna be the uh, a big factor for them is uh, Reed. I mm. mean, when the squad last year, when they had the squad, they didn't have a big like like Reed. Twenty twenty. And he's a twenty twenty. Perfect guy. vision. You know, and he, <laughs> and, and he, he right there got twenty twenty. I ain't gonna get on you, Howard, man. But he, big, big fella kind of came at you, man. He's coming <laughs> after you. Yeah. And uh, he went out there had twenty twenty game against. I mean, a good post. You know, Howard was over there. Yeah. Sweeves was over there. Yep. And, you know, dude, he he was over there getting busy. Um, so he had a twenty twenty game to go with Jalen's forty one, and then when he, not to mention they were missing parts. Brian didn't play. Uh, Miles wasn't there. Miles wasn't there. You know, so that's like fifty points right there. Yeah, so at least. So I mean, that look, they're gonna be tough too, <laughs> man. Like, especially if you. I think Fortan's a, a better team, but they have an unbelievable individual player and bomb squad with. I can't even call Brian and, and Miles and those guys complimentary parts. No, those guys are like Miles over there tonight. He getting busy at uh in a uh, Greenway. Yeah, Greenway. You know, I saw he's like lead scorer over there. Yeah, he's he's gonna be. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> so, to do about that. Uh, so he's a lead scorer over there. If he comes and shows up to go along with Jalen, and you got Reed getting twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Hey, who's gonna beat them? Oh, man. And I'm saying all this, and I haven't even mentioned that Pure Water <laughs> has one of the most dynamic scores and Musa on their squad. Yep. And they got both twins who yep. had a good game. Yep. And not to mention, you know, that 16 beast of a guy may be walking in the building tomorrow. He's 16? I'm talking about Rashad, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Cardi Martin. No, no. Rashad. They, Rashad's they, supposed they, to they, they replaced Cardi with Rashad. Oh my goodness! So, <laughs> so oh my goodness! I don't know, man. And, yeah. But with all that being said, Bond Squad beat Pure Water. They did to end the night. They did huge game. Rashad's coming. Twin. Look, we gave you a shout if, out. If Rashad is coming, that means that they upset about something. Because <laughs> they usually don't call him unless, you know, hey, Rashad, man, hey, we need you to do us a favor. He's like, all right, say, no, say less. Say less. Say <laughs> I'll no be more. there. I'll be there. So, look. Oh, boy. It's going to be. And look, man, this league is not going to be easy to win. This is probably the most competitive it's been, I would say, since the summer, but no, this might be more competitive than the summer. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting, man. Okay, uh, whew, that's a lot. That's a lot to unpack. Okay, let's move on to our next topic.
All right, so let's move it on to our next one. Uh, our player of the week, of course, Jalen Allen got the got the nod from his contemporaries. Uh, 41 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists. That's nothing to sneeze at. He also had the top uh, PPR 41.3. I mean, I think this has a lot to do with me. I think he's gunning for me this season. Maybe, just maybe. When did we play them? He said it loud and clear, too, that uh, he was not very happy with uh, your treatment of him last season. Mm-hmm. And uh, that he was going to he's have to prove himself again. So, well, that being said, yeah, he may have it out for you just a little bit. Just a little bit? Just a little bit. But um, you guys play. Y'all think y'all meet up in week four, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, yeah week four. Week four. Uh, so Valentine's Day, the day before Valentine's <laughs> Day. He ain't going to show us no love. <laughs> Valentine's Day massacre. <laughs> he ain't going to show us no love. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Valentine's Day massacre. Oh my gosh. Uh yeah, so um we'll see, man. Like you just gotta be ready. Uh but he's a former MVP. That's what former MVP is supposed to do. If they feel like they've been slighted or they've been disrespected, they supposed to come for blood. Yeah. And this is what you said you wanted LeBron to do on the first game of the season against uh Kawhi. So this is what Jalen's doing. Uh, he's he's letting the he's letting the, he's leaving a note for the league. That I'm here and I'm coming. Mm. He did that against some of the better competition that he's gonna play with week one. Uh he got free this week. Um Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> gonna guard him. Uh, I mean, I don't know. He's gonna score at will. I mean, we'll see. I'll tell you, man, you're free some credit, man. They no, I'm, I'm looking at free. I'm, I'm like, they had no defensive juggernauts on that team. Only person I could think of that can that would probably take on the challenge is probably Chris Taylor. There's nobody else that can guard him. No one. We'll see. And it sucks, man. I ain't mean to do this, but they play free play them, then they back door and play Lake Houston. At the 8.30 game. I'm pretty sure Lake Houston will have all their guns. <laughs> so, but, like, I'm going to get free. Hey, don't be surprised if free walk out of there tomorrow. Hey, look. If free walk walks, out of there tomorrow what? If free walks out of there tomorrow with two wins, they got oh, the number one. Oh, they got the, uh, they got the mini gauntlet? Yeah. Mm. So, they're playing Lake Houston and Bomb, Bomb Squad. They're not walking out with two. I'll give them one. I don't know against who, but they're not winning both. If they want to have two wins more, they're the number one team. Oh, absolutely. They're the number one team. Because you got to think about it. Bomb Squad is number one now. Yeah. So if they take them out, I don't care what Fortuan does. If they win <laughs> both those games, clearly, clearly it was a misjudgment by me. And they, I, they will officially earn my respect. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's move on to our next topic. Alrighty, time for our power records and predictions. Now, uh, most of y'all probably already seen it on the article. Um, I listed my power rankings. I'm gonna go through them quickly, and then we can talk about it. And if we agree or disagree, I got free number seven, pure wet number six, Lake Houston live number five, trifecta number four, we run it number three, Fortuan number two, and Bomb Squad number one. Now, the only reason why I have a Bomb Squad ahead is because I think what Bomb Squad was able to do without Brian yeah. and Miles, they still were able to score 100 points. I thought that was impressive. Yeah. And Fortuan, they had their full cast of characters. I thought they played pretty well. Uh, I need to see a better showing from X. I, I know he's a much better player than that. But uh, Fortuan is trying to figure this out on the go. Yeah. And this is their first time playing with each other. I know DJ's played uh, with and against a lot of those players in Sugarland. 
But uh, for the most part, they have not played together. That team, that core has not played together. This is a new team. This is not a team that DJ has put together where, you know, team stasis, you know, all those teams that he's played with in the past, free agent team, uh, you know, and, and getting together. This is a brand new team, basically. And they were able to pull that off against – I know, granted, it was the second game of the night, but they were able to pull that against a quality team and we run it. So I got to give them their respect for that. So I got them two. We run it. They're number three. I feel like right now they're still better than us, even though we beat uh, Lake Houston live. But what they were able to do, playing two games against those two teams. Those yeah, free. Free is nothing to sneeze at, as we can see. Free came out there. They played well. But to then to then battle with uh with four twenty, I was I was impressed yeah. with that. Yeah. And then um, and then That's us, without Juwan. Yeah, without Juwan, and it was you know had they had him, we'll see. It might have been a little different. Um. Then I got us at four. I thought that was a big win for us, uh, considering. You know, even with the team that Lake Houston brought without their two, you know, MVP candidates, top guys that they've had in the last couple of seasons, uh, not there. I felt like that was a statement game for us because if we were to lose that game, then we would have no chance of beating them. Yeah. If they had everybody. Yeah. No chance. Yeah. So it's a big win. And then uh, Lake Houston, of course, obviously we beat them. You know, obviously with their full team, they're different. But, I mean, I got to go with what I, what I see. And what they have right now, you got a guy that's injured, uh, and injuries are tough uh, playing in a league like this to to play through an injury. It's tough. Right. And especially when we get old, y'all. You know how that go. Yeah. It takes a little longer for us to get together. It's not an 82-game season. So, you know, it's going to be hard. So I'm going to get them at five. Pure wet, I still think, you know, they played shorthanded. For what they were able to do with that team, I was impressed. Uh, Musa and Eddie – I'm sorry, uh, uh, Emmanuel – to uh, carry them like that, I was impressed with that, and then uh, and then free. I mean, there's only seven teams, so <laughs> sorry, free. I got to put y'all to seven. Y'all took the L. You know, it is what it is. I don't think that Free's game was better uh, than Pure considering what Pure showed up with. Yeah. So that was everybody for uh, for, for for free. They had their whole team. So I mean, you know what? What's up? I was gonna put like Houston seven. Oh, don't do that. Because <laughs> I think they look the worst out of everybody. But then you just made a very good point. Are them not having their two top guys? Free had everybody. They had everybody. And, and lost. Yeah. So, I'm going to give Free seven. That's their team. Yeah. I'm going to give them seven because they did have everybody yeah. and lost. Whereas, Lake Houston was short. Like 45 points. Yeah. <laughs> And, and and had and still had a, made a very valiant effort. Mm-hmm. Shows how good they are. So I'm put, but they still didn't look good as Pre-Water looked better than than Lake Houston did to me though. So. I might agree with that, but I'm looking at I'm, I'm still giving them their respect because you know they're the defending champs. I'm not gonna knock them all the way down to six. I'm gonna give them their respect. Mm-hmm. But I agree though, Pure Water. I mean, for what they showed up with, they're probably better mm-hmm. right now. But if Lake Houston had their full team, I don't know. But if I had to change anything, like I said, I was gonna drop them to seven. But since you made that point, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put it. I just on the switch out. Like I put it, pure water at five, mm-hmm. and what's the name of six? Uh, like Houston at six. Keep everything else which the same. Is, which is crazy because they were number one last week. They were. They were. <laughs> they were number one last week. But hey, it happens fast. And look, it's competitive, man. Yeah. I want some of these teams match up. Oh my god. 
It's gonna be. And look, like you said, Pure Water play each other. I think back to back. I want to say they play each other week four and week five. Mm. So that's gonna be interesting. Mm. That'd be really interesting. Okay. Um. So predictions. Free versus Bomb Squad. Who you got? I made my predictions already. Oh, I can let me run through mine real quick. Okay, so free versus bomb squad. I got it 109-92 bomb squad. Uh Trifecta versus Fortuan. I got it 85-83. Um us, Trifecta. Uh Lake Houston versus Free. I got Lake Houston 97 to 83. And okay. yeah. Two two beat downs. Oh, uh, we run it. <laughs> we run it versus on, we run it versus Pure Water. I got we run it, uh, one hundred and ninety six. All right. Wow. Okay. Got Pure Water taking the L again. Okay. I do because I don't know who's gonna show up. Hey. They kind of you know. If you if Pure Water start on two man, it's gonna be tough. Hey, they might not make the playoffs. It's be tough. <laughs> I don't be know like I really don't be know who's gonna show up for them. That's like that's like the city center team that they had at one time. Yeah. Who's gonna show up? Yeah, they just whatever five show up. They got so many guys from City Center, so I just don't know. Uh, free bomb squad. Uh, dang free. I mean, Jalen's juggernaut right now. I'm gonna say, don't be careful what you said yeah. about Jalen. <laughs> I'm gonna give them 95 to 88. Okay, bomb squad. Uh, you gave yourself. You said Trifecta beat push one. I'm gonna go uh, for Swan. Of course. Uh. <laughs> Mind y'all, he was picking. He was picking against us when we had Shannon, <laughs> which was crazy. Nah, y'all think it's good guys, man. You know, but yeah, you're right. Good looking back at things, yeah. considering that he's the MVP. We uh, don't. We don't. We don't have anybody for Big Joe. We gotta put shit. We gotta put Serrano on Joe. He <laughs> <laughs> wear him out, but hey, who who the who gonna hold Serrano? They gonna put Joe on Serrano? Mm. I, mean, I got a game plan for that, though. Okay. I'm going to give it the guys. Okay. But, yeah, I'm going for Swan now. <laughs> That's a smart pick, though. 96, 90, though. I'm okay. Gonna say, I'm going to say y'all, y'all put them 90. I appreciate that. Uh, so, that means I'm going to score 10, at least. <laughs> I hate for free throw going three, man. So, you going to pick against Lake Houston? You going to disrespect them? <laughs> Go ahead and disrespect them. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead and upset Anthony, because that's who's listening. <laughs> go get a text. Go get a group text. <laughs> I'm not going to do it this week. I'm going to Lake Houston over free. Dang, man, it's tough there on three, though, man. It's going to be tough. Yeah, you talk about pure water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be tough, man. Free going three. They out of there. <laughs> it's going to be tough, man. Uh, I'm going to go Lake Houston, 84 to 78. Okay. Uh, and we run in pure water. Track me right here. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why I said the score. I said yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be high scoring. I'm gonna go pure water. One hundred four. Rerun at ninety eight. Mm. It's a lot of points. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree with the the hundred. Somebody gonna crack a hundred in that game. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to our next topic.
It still gives me chills, uh, even more so now, uh, watching that that speech at the end. But um, you know, not to rain on Kobe's parade. Can we talk about that illegal screen that Julius Randle sent in? The game? <laughs> I mean, goddamn, no, that was that was blatant. <laughs> hey, it's Kobe's last game. <laughs> oh my god. Hey. Hey, that's Utah Jazz pop for blowing a 17-point lead. <laughs> Very true. You blow a 17-point lead and get them going like that. Hey, you deserve whatever you get. I think the refs got caught up, too. Yeah, I think that's what they're watching. They're watching Kobe. Because I mean, golly, that was, that was ridiculous. He was definitely moving when he sat down. And he pushed him He forward. pushed him and then I think he hit him with his hip. It was a, it was a trifecta of things he did right there. I'm just looking like, I'm looking at Kobe. But then I saw looking at the screen, and I just I'm like, God damn, what's going on over here? How y'all miss that? No, but uh, but Kobe, man, hell of a career. Um, just a tragic way to go out, man. I, I'm, and but you know what? The more I um, I haven't really did a lot of research on this uh, on this passing. I've kind of I'm gonna be honest with you, I've been kind of suppressing this, man. I've been kind of like, you know. Like people say, man, it just feels like a bad dream that you just can't wake up from. No one wants to believe that it happened. Um, the more I watch the news, the sadder I get. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's just crazy, man. And it's just like I would, I feel like I would feel the same if it was Michael Jordan. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like Kobe was that iconic, and. The thing for me, and I know Kobe would probably say the same thing. I think he, if he could do it over, if he, if he, even even if Kobe died again, I think he just wouldn't want his daughter to be on the plane with him. Yeah, yeah. And shout out, you know, rest in peace to the families that 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 died. You know, right. it wasn't just about Kobe. The, those other families, um, you know, they lost some loved ones too. So it's really sad. Uh, it's a sad, tragic story. Um, you know, I hate that it happened. Uh, to both all three of those families, and because uh, I'm I've been I've been starting to follow Kobe's daughter, uh, yeah. Gigi. I've been I've been really looking at her game and just like man, she could be the next. Yeah, because she got game like yeah. she has really smooth game. So, you know, um, it's tough, man. So what, um, when you got the news, because I remember you were in the thread with uh, with me and Jeff and yeah. everybody. When you got the news, I I initially said oh, I was BS. You know what I'm saying? It's somebody then hacked something. It's 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 a hoax. If it does not come from ESPN, my yeah. breaking news, I don't believe it. Yeah. Especially yeah. when it comes with a with a figure like that. But what was your initial thoughts when you got the the first report? Um, multiple things here. I I think yeah, we were all in text three. I was it was just when you got. I was in text yeah. three with everybody, and yeah. they were just uh, just devastated. It ruined everybody's day. Um, yeah, it did. And everybody kind of felt the same way. It's like. Some immediately believed it, and uh, others like, nah, man, it ain't true. It can't be true. Yeah. You know, and I, I was kind of on the board with that. I like, it came from TMZ. Now, if this was TMZ five years ago, I wouldn't have believed it at all. No, me neither. Uh, you know, but TMZ's kind of been fairly accurate. Over they're the they're, they're credible. Yeah. Uh, but when it came to TMZ, and I was like, okay, no CNN, no ABC. Yeah, who else? No ESPN has said anything yet. And like an hour went by. ESPN was pissing me off. And then and then when I looked on the NBA, the NBA the NBA didn't say anything for like three hours. Yeah. 
you know, I think the NBA might even be in disbelief. They couldn't believe it. Yeah. Uh, but, and, I, and granted, the media outlets are probably trying to get it right, right. to make sure if it, it was true. Whereas I think TMZ don't care. They would just like break it. Yeah, break it. You know, I think that TMZ don't, if they know Kobe Bryant has something to do with it, they're just going to break it as what it is. Yeah. Uh, so if it was Kobe Bryant playing and he was supposed to be on it, but they don't know if he's on it, they still going to break it as. Yeah. And so uh, me looking at that just – and then I, I remember I got to the point where, okay, nobody's saying that it's not him either. Yeah, that's true. And so I was like, okay, that's when I I, I, I started to get a little worried and I prayed. Yeah. And um, unfortunately in this instance, you know, my prayers weren't answered, you know. Uh, yeah. But I just remember thinking then, you know, this boy, my mom works. I was like, man, he was just at the game watching LeBron pass him last night. Yeah. And he had his daughters with him. Yeah. I'm thinking, I hope his family wasn't on the plane with him. Yeah. I thought, I was thinking maybe the whole family, you know, he just had a baby and everything else. I was like, dang, I hope the whole family's not on the plane with him. Yeah. And then I hear the Rick Fox on the plane. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And that was nonsense. That's and what I'm talking about. That's why I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to buy into it right away. Right. I'll wait till somebody for sure, like ESPN, yeah. CNN, ABC, something like that. That TMZ, yeah, they're credible, but see, stuff like that. Yeah. Then people just start throwing out names and yeah. I'm like, Come on, man. Right. And so when uh, all that started happening, I'm just thinking, like, wow. You know, he, he, he literally was at the game giving LeBron a shout-out. Mm-hmm. Literally six hours ago, six, seven hours ago. Yeah. You know, and this was just – and so uh, after all that, when the, when the story finally broke um, that he was, it was him. I just remember being like, man. And I just – I think I was at work. <clears throat> I was actually at work. And uh, I remember I actually had to take a, take a step back, and I had to go go to the bathroom. And I sat in the bathroom for like 15, 20 minutes, just really started thinking about it. And, and it's one of those things where, you know, they tell you that, you know, it ch- stuff changes your life. It did. And I immediately wanted to call my mom and call my sisters and yeah. call my family members and not only just discuss what happened, but just let them know, like, hey, look, man, you know, I, I know I don't see y'all every day, and I'm probably not as much of a part of your life that I need to be. On the daily, yeah. But I mean, I love you guys, and I, I just need to, you know, make sure I'm around you more often. It, it, I immediately thought that, and that's sad stuff like this has to happen for you to kind of get in that mindset. You get so caught up in things that you got going on in the world, yeah. Um, but immediately, and then like I say, uh, the Ultimate Hoops family, everybody started kind of getting in touch with each other and sending each other shout outs, and um, a lot of love was shown. Um, so shout out to everybody who's listening to the podcast too. Cause I know a lot of you guys kind of. Uh, open up and we're very appreciative of each other um, about you know life in general and what's been going on and this opportunity playing in this league and competing against each other you know so uh, it, it's just devastating and it's just uh, one of those things that you just can't fathom happening to a guy on that level and I haven't seen at least in America and it's weird I haven't seen in, uh, like um Everything stopped like that since maybe Michael Jackson died in America. Like yeah. other in other countries, I'm sure you know there have been leaders and different people pe- passings and stuff. News has happened where, but like just where everything stopped like that, I can think of well, the person passing. Maybe I can think of Michael Jackson. Maybe 2016 presidential debate when Donald Trump won. won. Yeah. But I just remember everything. It's just everything did. It stopped. I became everything. I mean, the Pro Bowl was on. 
it was so many other things going on at the time, and, and it was just like, nah, nah, it didn't matter. The Grammys were the night. Yeah, like it didn't matter. The Grammys had the lowest uh, uh, ratings they've had in like over forty years. And a lot of it had to do with just with Kobe. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm sure. And it was just none of this stuff mattered anymore. Uh, like I said, it, it was it's a big blow to uh, to his family, obviously, uh, to us, to the world, to the basketball around the world. And it, it makes you realize you knew he's a legend, but you didn't realize how iconic he was. Yeah. And it's sad that that has to happen to really kind of understand that and get that. Do you have your favorite uh, Kobe story or Kobe moment that you might have heard of that maybe someone else hasn't heard of? It's funny. I uh, I don't know, a couple of these guys probably know him. Um, Gerald Brown actually. Uh, he went to Aldine High School, same mm-hmm. high school that I went to. He was a McDonald's All-American the same year Kobe Bryant was. I think Gerald's ranked three in the nation that year mm-hmm. behind Kobe and Tim Thomas. Okay. But he was ranked ahead of, like, Mike Bibby, Corey Benjamin, Jermaine O'Neal. He was ranked ahead of all those guys. All those guys went to the league. Yeah, all those guys <laughs> that went to the league, and he didn't. I'm sure they went to Texas a and I don't know what he was thinking. But anyway, that's besides the point. Uh, and I remember uh, I'm young. I think I'm about – 13, 14 years old. And so, you know, back then, you kind of know other guys in high school, but it's not like now where you literally go on YouTube or something. You know every high school player now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you kind of hear about guys, but you unless you're just in that that, that world, you don't really know. Mm-hmm. But he um, he kind of told me, you know, about this dude named Kobe. Kobe. You know, I'm like, okay. I was like, he's better than you? He's like, man, nah, I don't think he's better than me. But he was like, but nah, this dude, like, Cold, like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, man, this dude cold, though. You know what I'm saying? He's like, he but he said the same thing about Tim Thomas. Though. He yeah. was like, man, Tim dude, Thomas was good too. Yeah, he, you know, he's like, man, this dude cold, man. He was like, man, I ain't never seen, you know, what I'm saying yeah. nobody like, you know, what I'm saying who been on my level like that. Yeah, and uh, it's funny that I remember seeing him. I watched, you know, watching McDonald's All American game, so I'm looking for him now. Yeah, I'm looking for this Kobe guy. Yeah, and I'm like. I'm like, man, he's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's right, he's pretty good. And then a month later, he declares for the draft, which is a big deal then because, like, he was, like, the kind of beginning of it. I yeah. think Garnett did it the year before. 95, and, yeah. Yeah, and then Kobe came and did it the next year. So it's, like, a big deal. And um, I remember being, like, so I kind of instantly, because I, it was one of those stories, like, you don't know him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you feel like you know him before everybody else does. Cause, yeah. You no, know, Gerald told me about yeah. it. <laughs> and so I was, like, so I kind of became an instant fan immediately yeah. as soon as he came out of high school. And then, you know. He kind of did some work on my Rockets over the years, so I stopped liking him for a yeah. while. <laughs> you had to. Yeah, so I liked him for a while. Then I had a, a, a buddy of mine who's just an absolute Kobe fanatic who it just used to drive me crazy. So uh-huh. I used to be like, it made me not like him even more yeah. at that point. But then, like I say, when I'm watching these films now, towards the end of his career, when he started going through the injuries and he was fighting to get back, yeah. and then he had that 60-point game to close his career out, which nobody ever do again. I don't care. It'll never have any end. No, I don't see that. Not, uh, the, not the last game. Not the last game of your career uh, at 37. It just it'll that was, never happened. That was so Kobe. Yeah. And um, and I just remember thinking, it just made me think about that. My first time hearing about it was like in 1995, 1996. Mm-hmm. And Gerald's going to the McDonald's All-American game. And he was telling me about this dude, Kobe. He called me about Tim Thomas, too, and a couple other guys. But he was like, man, he said, this dude, Kobe, man, dude, dude, Kobe, man. And I was just like, I ain't never seen nobody like on my level like that. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and, I mean, start having, start being a little insecure about yeah. your game. <laughs> hey. 
Like, and I, just, I remember came become an instant fan then, and uh, just kind of see how his career played out. And I, I just, he's just amazing, man. Yeah. And I kind of feel like I, I well, obviously I didn't know him for other people knew him, but yeah. I feel like I knew him for like people that I know knew him. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it, it was like, it was pretty cool, man. That's my, my story. Okay, for me, um, I don't know if you remember Jason McCreeth. Yeah. From, uh, from Sugarland. Yeah. He told us a story. We used to have these, it would be me and Pat and Jason. We used to eat at uh, Sweet Tomato, and he'll tell us all these stories. He told us about the time where, because um, he used to be an intern with Kobe. Oh, he um he said that it was a time where I think uh Bow Wow and them were playing a pickup pickup game in the gym mm-hmm. and then Bow Wow was talking. I think they like hit a couple shots and uh, I can't remember what game they were playing, but Bow Wow's team won and then Kobe was like He plays one on one? No, no, he was he was like, Hey, he was like, Hey, lock the gym doors. Ain't nobody else getting it. <laughs> he said we finna play I forgot how much he said they were playing for. But they had he had like money in the bag and just was like we playing for X amount of dollars and Bow was like bet let's do it let's do it and the game was like physical heated I think I know I know Kobe's uh, team won I can't remember if it was three on three or four on four or something but it was like he said it was like a physical heated game like you know when Kobe when Kobe lock in and play defense and we talk about money on the on the table oh man I I just wish I could have seen it. Cause he was like, he was like, nah, man. Kobe was on the, on, a, on another on another level, <laughs> talking crazy, hitting shots, d'ing up. Remember how he was d'ing up LeBron in that All Star yeah. game? <laughs> talking about talking up. about they couldn't breathe. <laughs> I was like, man, look, I just wish I could have seen it. Yeah, because I mean, it's something about NBA players when they get to that level, mm-hmm. when it's just like, okay, yeah, they're not losing this game, right, right, right. and they just you already know they see in their eyes like. We're not losing this game. Right. No way. For me, uh, and Jason could tell the story, but I, I wish you know we could call him, and because uh, I know he's a busy guy now, he got his own gym. Yeah, I wish we could call him and, uh, and have him tell the story. Cause man, the way he told it, I was laughing, and it was just, it was so good. Like he told us the team, he was there. Yeah. So <laughs> it's different when you're there. So uh, man, again, shout out to Kobe, man. Uh, thank you for the memories. Thank you for uh, bringing what you brought to the game of basketball. And uh, and God bless his family, man. Uh, I, I just wish Vanessa and, and his other daughters the best. Um, the Bryant family the best. Uh, what about uh, 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 Senior Bean? Is he he's still alive, right? Yeah, he's still alive. Him and his uh, mother. Oh man! Shout out to them, man. I know it's I know it's tough on them. Yeah. But uh, nobody's made a statement. And I mean, at this point, man, I'm just continuing to pray. You know, selfishly, you know, we want to hear from. These people and see how they're doing, but at yeah. the end of the day, I know how I feel if some God forbid happened to my mother. I'm not married, but you know, my wife or yeah. something like that, and my kid. You know, yeah, it's tough. That's just uh, so. I mean, at this point, I feel like you know what? If we don't get a statement from them, we don't need one. You know, let's just let them. I'm good with try it. Try to deal with their with their peace. Try to give their peace the best they can. Yeah, you know? they don't owe us anything. No. Okay. Um, moving on. Um, we're going to talk Houston sports. We're going to key in on, <laughs> on three things. We're going to talk Astros. Yeah. We're going to talk Rockets. And we're going to talk um, Texans. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the Astros. This will be the quickest one. Um, the Astros just signed Dusty Baker as a manager. I don't so know is if, it official? It's official. 
Oh. Officially signed. I got the ESPN alert uh, around 4, I think it was 4 o'clock. So, um, shout out to them. I think, ooh, excuse me, I think uh, getting that stain, excuse me, getting that stain um, off of uh, off the franchise, uh, it's a big step. Dusty Baker, you know, he's uh, first class personified. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a it's a hell of a hire, and uh, I'm excited about that. Um, just that that stench of cheating that's 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 on our resume, that's on our franchise. Uh, nobody respects our World Series, so we basically have zero. Uh, I think that hire is going to be big, and um, I just don't know how I feel about Altuve and um, and Bregman, man. I just don't. I I already wasn't sold on Bregman. I wasn't sold on him. But uh, to think about it now, um, it's embarrassing, um, you know, to go seven games with a team that we know we should have beat, and we lost. And I and I and we were cheating in this World Series, right? Yeah. Well, no, no, not this one. Not this one. Not this one. Yeah. Well, well at least unknowingly, nobody. So we cheated against the against the Yankees, and that was it. In 2017. I was about 19. No, we didn't cheat against them. They 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 haven't any cheating violations this year. So allegations. So hold on. So when he when Altuve hit that home run, it was like, don't take my shirt off. That wasn't this year. When did he hit that walk off? Oh no, that was this year. That yeah. was this year. But they they said they couldn't find anything. They they couldn't find anything. Well, he, he, they was cheating. <laughs> Come on, man. So but, but but that didn't happen in the World Series though. So so they called it off. They called off the dogs in the World Series. Well, like, I, we don't want to do I that. Think, but you know, here's the thing that, that stinks about all this. And as fans, they're gonna call the Astros cheaters. But hey, look, the Red Sox have been implicated. The Yankees have been implicated. Yeah. And I'm not trying to sound like a bitter fan either. Like my team did it because your team did it. Yeah. Like you know. But at the end of the day, they I did it. I do think that there's the Astros one the only team kind of probably doing some of these practices. They're the team that got caught though. Yeah. I think it's just is it. I think that's just is what it is. I wonder who and, blew the whistle though. And uh, obviously, something happened with the Red Sox because people at the Red Sox are getting fired. Yeah. Uh, the Mets, Carlos Beltran, got fired. Yeah. <laughs> like you yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. Uh, like so, it's it's happening other places. Uh, they just haven't. It hasn't been all brought to the table yet, uh, and it may get all brought to the table in the coming days. Um, it's gonna be ugly too. Yeah, um, it's kind of like almost like the steroids thing, man. Yeah. Uh, they like the another tarnish. The MLB shoots itself in the foot with this stuff. When I think as fans, we wouldn't care as much if they didn't make as big of a deal of it, you know. But that stuff the Astros allegedly did. Uh, the the science thing they did, but the the electronic devices. <laughs> that's if, too far. If that's true, yeah, that's too far. If they, I, they, that, they said they can't prove it, but if that's true, that is pathetic. That, that, that is too far. Now you 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 slapping on the table, saying, "Hey, that's a curveball." Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> what? Look, I, look, I'm not look, people. I'm not okay with cheating. I'm not okay with cheating. That's more gamesmanship. Yeah, to me, I feel like that's gamesmanship to me, though. But the electronic devices. That's the electronic what, devices. That's next level. That's cheating. Uh, it's, it's like uh, uh, the electronic devices are like a, a, a boxer putting plaster on his hands. Yeah, I think that 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 or a running back putting uh, that slippery stuff on his jersey. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know what? Honestly, I kind of feel like I hate to say that, but I feel like Christian McCaffrey did that against us this year. <laughs> did you Did you watch the game? 
Did you watch the game? No, I'm being serious. Did you watch the game? I did watch the game, but maybe I need to go back and watch it. Watch it again. I just see him shaking people. Because cause he was like, there was guys there like trying to tackle him, and they could not tackle him. They couldn't wrap him up for nothing. I'm like, I'm like, hold on. Christian McCaffrey, this the dude that bench pressed 10 times the combine, 225. I can do that. Well, not no more. But I did 225. Hey. I'm just an NFL running back, and they can't tackle him? What is going on? Hey, you putting stuff out there, man. Put stuff out there that's not true. So. I'm just saying, man. Hey, I mean, look. He was up to something. Watch the game again. Unfortunately, man, and we can make rules and regulations all we want, but when so much is at stake, people are going to try stuff, man, unfortunately. And I put it like this. When you try stuff, I feel like unless it's physically hurting people, we need to be very, very, very careful what we saying people can and can't do because you'll be in a situation like this where you find one guy cheating, then all of a sudden your whole league doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what does that say about your league? So then now you're you're saying that your whole league is trash. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have to resort to these these yeah. bush league tactics. The, the, no, the same thing they have with the steroids thing. I think, you know, they end up catching one guy. Then you had a flood of a hundred and some guys. It's like. It was a lot. You know. It was a lot of guys. And at that point, it's not even cheating then. Because everybody's doing it. like, eh. Okay, look, guys, don't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, if everybody's doing it, then it's not, even, it's not really cheating anymore. Because, yeah, at this point, you know, I'm mad at Barry Bonds. It, and granted, he's never actually been officially 100% caught. We know he did it. But we know he did it. So uh, are you really mad at Barry Bonds if he's uh, hitting you know, 70 home runs when the, the guy who's pitching against him is also doing it and it's keeping him throwing 100 miles yeah. you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it, it's it, it's a uh, that's that's my problem with MLB. I think football obviously there's problems of steroid use and different things like that, but I think they've done a good job of just kind of masking it. You get suspended. We know they are because they they are getting suspended for yeah. PEDs. We know they are. You, you you get suspended and then it goes away. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But I think when, you know, baseball's kind of going to the extremes they've gone to, and then all of a sudden we find out 200 guys are doing it, it's like, oh, wow. It's you know, bad. It's bad. You know, uh, uh, basketball hasn't had too many cheating scandals. Uh, well, the Patriots actually cheat. They did. Yeah, still, still doing Patriots it. Patriots still cheat. Still doing it. Okay, let's, let's, let's talk basketball since you brought it up. The Houston Rockets. Oh, I'm going to let you take the lead on this because you follow the Rockets a little more than I do. I've given up on the Rockets. I've given up on the Rockets probably three years ago, but I still support them. I don't watch the Rockets play because it's hard to watch them play. You add a guy that does the same thing Harden does, take a gang of shots, don't know when to come off the ball. They're the same player. The only difference between Harden and Westbrook is Harden. I mean, uh, Westbrook takes less dribbles, Yeah. which is is really saying something because I I, I remember there was a game where – Westbrook did something. He did something. He did, he did a circle up on the basket. Yeah, and just like, dribbling. Like a terrible three. And guys were wide open. Yeah. <laughs> like, just pass it, just pass it. No, listen, just pass it, just pass it. He's like, no, no. And he took a dumb shot. Brick. And then there was another. I think he did that again some other time. And then he, like, tried to go up and lost the ball and turned it over. Dribbled the ball a hundred times. He didn't, But see, Harden is dribbling the ball to make a move. Westbrook is dribbling the ball to make a play. Yeah. And it's just like... It's just, I, I don't know, it's just, we suck, man. I, go ahead, go ahead, take the lead. It's tough to watch sometimes, but this is why I'm optimistic, though. Russ is uh He's shining a lot better. 
He shot a lot better because he's figuring out what he needs to do in the offense. Mm-hmm. And he understands that uh, you run screen and roll, the floor is spread out, and he has a wide open hole for the first time in his career because people are not double teaming him because James is out there. And he's literally destroying guys one on one. Didn't Eric Gordon score 50 points the other night? I won't get to that in a second. Okay. <laughs> he's literally destroying guys one on one with the floor spread out the way it is because he has driving lanes and he doesn't, he doesn't look to. Jack, he figured out that he needs to stop shooting threes. If you look at him over the last two he weeks. can't shoot threes. Well, I think he figured out, okay, I can't shoot. The last two weeks, he's been averaging over 35 a game, and he's taking on like 1.5 threes a game. Mm-hmm. He figured that out. And he figured out with the floor spacing that he doesn't have to do that. That's not a shot he has to take. Whereas, I think when he's playing Oklahoma City, people would just pack the paint. So, you just had to take a bad three a lot of times. So, that's the optimistic part about it. I think over the last three weeks, Russell's figuring it out how he can be effective in the offense. Mm. Two, this is the part that sucks, though. I was watching the Rockets play the Utah Jazz, who are the number two seed right now in the NBA, in the uh, West. Who? Utah Jazz, the number two in the West. Right now? Yeah, they won like 19 out of the last 21 games. Wow, I remember Skip said, uh, watch out for Utah. Yeah. And, and Shannon, Shannon, Shannon shut that down. was like, oh, yeah, Utah, huh? Yeah, they started real slow. I think they had a losing record start season, but they won like 19 in the last Mike four. Conley's healthy. And, well, they played the Rockets the other night. And they, the Rockets had Austin Rivers, Eric Gordon, uh, P.J. Tucker, uh, Daniel House, and, uh, and Ben McElmore out there starting. Yeah, uh, uh, Russ and, and, uh, and, Russ and Hart was hurt. Was hurt. Was hurt. Yeah. And Capella was hurt. Yeah. And they went out there and beat the Jazz by 17 points. <laughs> <laughs> now... What, I what, saw, does that, what does that tell you, Sean? What I saw with that game, <laughs> I was like, wow. We saw the Mike D'Antoni offense for the first time. They actually run a 21 set where guys were getting double screens at the bottom and popping up for, for shots. It looks like the Phoenix Suns. They got a handoff play with double screen. Yeah. And guy tries to go downhill and dribble. I'm looking at I'm like, they run the same thing but Harden all the time. He'll come off the double screen and he'll just dribble it out. Yeah. And start going into his hard in place for stats. Listen, and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you keep going. I saw a game last year with Chris Paul. I think Harden was out. The Rockets won by like twenty some points, mm-hmm. and hard, I think Chris they Paul. State Warriors without James. And Chris Paul had like twenty five and seventeen. Mm-hmm. I'm was, like, yes, this is what this is. Use the other players. They, they be going to stay like that without Harden. See, they the problem. Those two right there, Westbrook and Harden, are the problem. I'm not gonna say that problem. They are the problem. Sometimes James needs to take advantage of what the offense gives him instead of just creating for himself all the time. Isn't that that season that he led the league in assists two years ago? Yeah. See that that's when they were actually pretty decent. Yeah. And but he that's when he first started running the D'Antoni offense. Yeah. He bought in. And like now he runs D'Antoni off, but again he runs it to get isos. He runs it to get open and then spread the floor out. Everybody watching. He's averaging 37 a game. That tells you how he feels about that offense. And look, I wouldn't have a problem with it. It's just that what happens is, in basketball, on a night-to-night basis, you can get away with it. But what happens is, the playoffs start, and you give me two weeks to prepare for that, I'm going to lock it up. Yeah. It just is what it is. Yeah. I'm going to lock it up. I, you'll beat me game one at your place because – I only got three days to prepare for it. So now I got a practice game in against you. 
two more additional days plus the three days I had before to prepare for. That's six, seven days I had to prepare for this for game two. I'm shutting it down. Yeah. I saw, I saw your hand. Yeah. Oh, you want me to make no adjustment for game three? I'm shutting it down again. Yeah. You still ain't made no adjustment for game four? I'm shutting it down again. Uh, Mike D'Antoni doesn't make adjustments. So that, that, that's the problem. They'll get away with it against a bad team, and you'll get away with it in, a, in the regular season because mm-hmm. I only have a day to prepare for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This might be the year that Utah finally beats Houston in the playoffs. Because we always end up playing them. I, I don't know. Hell. They couldn't beat them the other night without Jason Russell. Oh, yeah, that's right. They won. <laughs> but, like I said, those two are the problem. When they when they both there, I don't know. Man. And then, so that, that's the problem. I think if James could buy in more of moving without the ball and not having to be so ball dominant. That's not happening. Uh, then I, I think it would help tremendously. And the only time I think it's okay for him to leave the ball down is when they're going the double teams at him. And he makes a pass to Russell, and Russell breaks down the offense defense. But besides that, though, yeah. I was watching him the other night play Utah without him, those two, and Capella, and destroying Utah. And Eric Gordon hit 50. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? One, those guys can play. Two, actually run the offense. If, if Eric Gordon is your leading scorer, not just your leading scorer, if he scores 50, that is a hell of an indictment on Harden and Westbrook. Huge indictment. Okay, last thing. Houston Texans. Uh, I'm not going to go too deep into this. Give me three minutes. Just give me three minutes. That's all I need. Oh, no, I ain't got nothing to say about it. Um, and I don't know if you saw my post on Facebook. I am going to take a break from the Texans for the next three years. Or however long Bill O'Brien lasts, I'm thinking it's going to be about two or three. Now, my wife, she's she's uh, she's not as optimistic as I am that I can do that. Um, I used to be a huge Rockets fan. Ask me, do I watch the Rockets now? I don't. I don't. I don't watch them, and I don't care. Listen, yes, we have a great quarterback, but... I'm not a fan of Bill O'Brien. I'm just not. I actually got back on the Bill O'Brien train. I never really was on. I was always on the fence when I saw that rant when he went off on that fan in Denver. Yeah. <laughs> F you. You suck. You suck. When you he suck started, too. When he started Man, going over there. That's funny because he was basically saying we do suck. He said you suck too. <laughs> After that, first of all, if anybody knows me, they know I love coaches. That do that. <laughs> the guy I can't remember the guy's name. The 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 AAA coach that went off on that uh, on that manager. Oh my god, it's hilarious. I can't think of his name. But um, if a coach shows me that you know you're fiery and you don't have you're not gonna take any crap from a, from a referee or from a fan, you're gonna make a fan out of me. And Bill O'Brien, just the way he was talking, he didn't, you know, he didn't ah, leave me alone, you know, like, whatever, you know. No, he went at him. <laughs> he was like, he was ready to fight. Yeah, they had to hold him back, yeah, like the Hawkins had to go get him. Because he, like, he was, he was like, coach, coach, coach. Yeah. No, he was, he was about that. So I was like, okay, Bill. But then all that went out the window. The first game against the Bills, I was already about to be done. <laughs> then we came back and won. I said, okay, Bill, you, you, all right, you know, you didn't mess this up. Then the Chiefs, twenty-four zero. 24-0. You telling me you don't have a you don't have an offense. The defense spotted you a point. Special teams spotted you a point. You don't have an offense to where you can at least hold them at bay and get 
produce something in the second half. We didn't get anything. We get nothing really the whole game if you look at it because we got good field position on them touchdowns that we scored. So, Bill O'Brien, man, I'm sorry, man. They appointed him the GM. He's already the coach. So, now they got to pay him. So, now you can't just – he was the GM last season. Yeah. So, now he's the GM. He's the official GM. So, you got to pay him as GM and coach. So, he's going to get more money. You're telling me a coach – that had that kind of performance in the divisional game deserves a raise. I heard so many, uh, so many media personalities and analysts say that he should have been fired. And I was just waiting, like, oh, thank God. Okay, they're finally saying it. Okay, he's gonna get fired. I'm just waiting for the alert, waiting for the alert. And the more time passed, I was like, damn, they're gonna keep him. Not only did they keep him, they gave him a promotion, promotion. Sean. Yeah. A promotion. So he's here to stay. So I'm done. I'm done. I'm not watching the Texans. Um, until I see that it says Bill O'Brien is gone, I'm 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 going on strike. I can do it. I know I can do it because I'm just tired of it. I'm not gonna get my hopes up no more and go with this nonsense. I'm still a Texas fan, but I'm not watching them. If they win the Super Bowl, I, I guess I missed it then. Yeah, I missed it. I'm just not. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, I've tried to stay away from criticism of Bill O'Brien because I know how hard it is to coach teams, but he made a lot of mistakes. He always does this. Um, and I think, I this is sad part about it. I think he probably can't actually be a decent head coach, but I think he has too many responsibilities, which is why I think he struggles as a head coach. And then they're adding more, giving, making him a GM. And now you're adding more responsibility, and I just don't see him improving as a coach with more responsibility. That's my thing. I was like, if they want to fire him, okay, he needs to get an official offensive coordinator, yeah. somebody who's going to call plays, so he doesn't have to call the plays and delegate and be the coach. He just needs to go ahead and veto plays. He can veto plays, but he don't need to call the plays no more. That was part of the problem when they they couldn't go for it on fourth and one because he trying to figure out the field position and trying to call a play, and it just was too much, so he had to blow a timeout. And then you, then you didn't go for it after that. Then, then you, you didn't go for it. You ended up kicking the field goal, so you blew a timeout for nothing. Fourth and one. Fourth and one. But then you go for it on our, on our side of the field. Because he's having it's, he's having a hard time making decisions in the midst of trying to call plays. That's the problem I have. That's what I'm man. saying. So I was like, if y'all okay, y'all want to keep him as head coach, cool, but don't give him more responsibility. Just let him be the head coach. Jim, so you're saying he did a great job? It's the same thing. Yeah, same we right. win a wild card, we lose the division. We win a wild card, we lose the division. It's been the same old story with him. Sometimes we don't win a wild card. Sometimes we get embarrassed, <laughs> and he looks like he should be. Man, we was down 16 nothing the whole game. Yeah. And then Deshaun pulled a rabbit out of his hat and saved him again. They got good. Why do they keep holding on to this man? What does he have on them? I don't know. He man. got something. Yeah. He, he, yeah, he, he definitely has something. That he knows some kind of information about them. That, but they got good, Deshaun. I think Jonathan Joseph got something, too. Yeah. <laughs> why are they holding on to him, too? Yeah, I have no idea why they holding on to him. And giving him raises. And giving him raises. Look. It's so bad that Rat couldn't even put him on the field in the playoffs. He was just like, you know what? We'll just let you sit on here and get paid. She's not getting on the field, though. We'll let Lonnie Johnson get out there and get torched. Like and I was good with that decision. Yeah, before we put you back out there. I was good with that decision. Because, man, did he look his age. I mean, I think I think uh, Romeo Cannell got tired of it, too. He probably was looking like... Look, man, look who you got me working with out here. Like. Playing 50 yards off the ball, fourth and one. <laughs> like. And then they give up a first down. Like, he ain't beat, he ain't beat me deep. <laughs> he ain't beat me deep. It's like, look, man, listen. 
Jonathan Jones may have been the same since I crossed him up at 25. <laughs> he's never been the same. You say you crossed him up at 25. It's, it's, it's my fault. <laughs> I blame myself. He ain't been the same since I crossed him up. Stop. Y'all blame me, all right? I'll take the blame. Oh, man. Okay. Episode 129 of the books. Uh, we got some great action tomorrow night. Big games. Be there or be square. Live from Champions, I'm Johnny Gill with Sean. We're out. <laughs>